The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Uh, so what I wanted to uh, talk about a little bit today, uh, being the beginning of the new year, is um, a lot of us, you know, often take this time for um, renewal to think about, you know, the past year and think about what we are looking for towards the new year. And one of the things that, um, that I like to do on a regular basis, not necessarily the new year, but but just on a regular basis in my life, is to really uh, spend some time contemplating uh, what's really important to me in my life. Um, You know, how do I want to orient my life? What's the center of my life? And um, so um, it can be a time where if we feel like we're living a life that's really centered on what we value, it can be a time to revitalize it, to renew it, add some freshness to it. If we feel like our life is a little bit out of balance, it can be a time to really uh, reorient our lives, you know, make make the center of our lives what really is important to us. Often we get caught up in the things we do as opposed to the things we value. You know, they they ask people, you know, who are are dying, you know, when you, um, you know, when you're dying, you know, you look back at your life, what do you wish you had done more of? You know, was it... uh, uh, push-ups, or was it, um, you know, hanging out with your family and friends and the people you love? Uh, so, you know, what do we do? How do we center our lives? Um, the Buddhist path begins with what we call right view. Uh, right view is really what's the point of view with which you view a situation. Many of you have heard um, the story of the um, three blind men and the elephant. You know, so three blind men are looking at an elephant. You know, one of them is touching the, you know, the, the body part. He says, ah, oh, yeah, an elephant is just like a wall. You know, another one is, you know, touching the tail. You know, and they say, oh, this is just like a, you know, like a rope, you know. And another one's the tusk, you know, and this is just like a blade, you know. So um, depending from what point of view we look at things, you know, what we see. Um, and it's often how we view our lives. You know, for instance, if we're at the market, right? And, uh, there, you know, it's like a really busy day, you know, but maybe some of you experienced this over the holidays, you know, trying to buy something, uh, and there's like a whole bunch of people in line ahead of you, full carts. And, um, you know, you might be sitting there, oh, no, what a long line, what a drag, you know, it's going to take forever, you know. Um, or maybe even say, you know, God, that line's much better. I always get the wrong line, you know, and just kind of, you know, all, all sorts of ideas can go. Or maybe if you just go back from Russia, you go, God, what a short line, how delightful. <laughs> um, or you can say, wow, what a great opportunity to practice. You know, I, I rarely have extra time. This is so wonderful. I can sit here and watch my breath or do loving kindness towards the people around me. What a wonderful time. The same situation, different points of view. The, the point of view, of right view, is, is kind of in a nutshell, it's very simple. If you cling, you suffer. If you let go of clinging, we have peace and happiness. So what are we clinging to? Uh, can be a really central orientation of our life to let go of the clinging that we do. 
um, different different people have different ways. You know, we all have our, our uh, languaging that works for us. You know, like for some people saying, um, if I told you right now, you know, uh, relax. Um, you know, what, what happens inside you when I say relax? You know, do you relax a little bit? Now, if I say to you, be liberated, what happens to you? You know, I'm, I'm curious, just anybody, you know, have, give me some feedback on how, that, how those two words feel to you. And anybody? Yes. I kind of know what the word relax means to me more than I know what the word be liberated means. Yeah. Right, it's a little bit of a lofty term, you know, so sometimes it's hard to connect, you know. But other people, actually I know people who really connect with that right away. You know, so we all have different relationships to words. And so when I talk about orienting our lives, you know, um, like for instance, the Dalai Lama, he said, um, uh, my religion is kindness. And um, Think about that for a moment. Just take a moment and think about it. What if your whole life is oriented about kindness? Can you at this moment bring a little bit more kindness into this moment? And into the next relationship with the next person? And so, you know, that in a, in a certain way, this kindness, the, the idea of this, his religion being kindness, is actually not different from the... Uh, right view of saying we're happy if we let go of clinging. But it's a different way of conceptualizing because if we let go of clinging, what comes out naturally is kindness. So that's, you know, there's, there's nothing else. There's no more barriers. If you let go of clinging, you know, you look at another human being uh, with, with care because that's what the heart does, you know. So it's the way we look at it uh, might be the same thing, you know, or some people, you know, I think that's the commonality of religions, you know, where people have these different religious beliefs, yet there's some heart that's the same in all of them. There's something that's the same. So what we're looking at with right view, what concept, a concept's never the truth, you know, a concept's just an idea, right? You know, what concept is actually useful to get us to quickly connect the way you quickly connected to relaxation, Right? Um, you know, so sometimes you know, they say, oh, the Buddhist path of purpose is liberation. My mind used to go blank. You know, I'd hear that and my mind would just go out the door. But, but I, I have really close friends who, oh, that's just so inspiring to them and so connecting to them. So, um, so what really actually works for you as, as a real direct shortcut to keep very close to your heart during your days, day in, day out? What keeps you connected to the practice, to the heart of the practice, on an ongoing basis. You know, one of my, uh, one of the teachers that was kind of inspiring to me, uh, um, has always been an inspiration, Thich Nhat Hanh, the um, Vietnamese monk. Um, you know, he was just an amazing Dharma teacher and poet and, and uh, activist. And, um, and one of the things that he does is he walks slowly everywhere. 
like you know how we do this zombie walking meditation here you know he's pretty close to that most of the time whether he goes he's walking uh, to the store or he's walking wherever he goes he walks that slow really slowly and uh, they, you know one of his um, uh, they, they were traveling, you know, this group of people with him, and, she, you know, he was commenting on how it was his first time traveling, and they actually were late to the plane. They were getting late to the plane, and so the entourage is like kind of trying to rush him across, but he's just walking as if he's got all the time in the world. He wasn't about to sacrifice a moment of his peace uh, to get to the plane on time. Now, I don't know what he would do if there's a burning building, you know, I have a feeling he'd rush out, but, um, but and, and it's not necessary to do that, you know, it's a practice that he took on, which I think that, um, I mean, I, I project that part of his practice is that it's a constant teaching to everybody who's with him. Oh yeah, you know, we, you know, we can just be that present, that relaxed in each moment. Um, his book, um, uh, one of his books called Pieces Every Step, you know, and, um, you know, watching him teach walking meditation, that's really what it is, peace is every step. And I think that uh, when we do a practice like that, it kind of brings or, um, uh, you know, brings that aspect to it. Um, and so how can we bring peace, uh, kindness, whatever quality, you know, relaxation, whatever quality it is that we want to focus on and bring to each and every moment. You know, if you're having an argument with a friend, you know, with a co-worker, you know, what, how can you bring a little bit of peace to that argument? A little bit of relaxation, a little bit of kindness. The mind can easily go into, um, um, you know, what we want, you know, for having an argument or, or a, a disagreement. Sometimes we argue about these really crazy things, you know, and, and get really attached to them, you know. And, um, you know, we're very attached to what we want. We might want to prevail, we might want to win the argument. Uh, what is it that we're wanting? We're wanting something. If we're arguing, we're wanting something, right? Or we're not wanting something else. So in the midst of like a hot argument what happens when you plant the seed of peace? You know, oh yeah, 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 that's right. I, you know, I want to be peaceful. I want to be kind here. You know, how am I, I'm, I'm forgetting that there's another human being in front of me here. I just want to get what I want. You know, I'm all caught up. You know, and so having that seed just really close to us, it doesn't mean we'll let go right away. But it means that it's, it's our constant companion of coming back to that center. Um... You know, one of the things that I've done as a practice over the years is I, um, I've taken on themes. You know, I kind of look at where's the edge of my practice right now? Where's the edge of my life? Where, where is it hardest? What's hardest in, for me? And, um, and I let that kind of inform the view that I'm going to use. And, um, you, know, and gener- you know, I only do this on occasion. Generally, I use the same type of point of view. But um, the one that I've used is patience. And because I noticed that I was getting really, um, that there are situations I would get really impatient in. Um, you, know, like I'm a, you know, I love teaching. 
you know, and uh, I don't care what it's, what I'm teaching, I love teaching, it doesn't really matter. If, if somebody wants me to teach them, you know, how to, you know, work on their computer, I can do that really easily. I'm very happy, I'm very patient, it just comes natural to me. Um, but if I'm on hold on the phone, waiting to get something resolved, and they're keeping me waiting for 20 minutes, and then the person who picks up, uh, you know, doesn't know what they're talking about, uh, you know, then, then impatience rises, right? <laughs> and so by having patience as my reference point, it actually got me to, to show up and be mindful in areas that were really easy for me to push aside. Uh, yeah, mindfulness doesn't count right now. <laughs> you know, I don't have to be mindful right now. I don't have to be kind right now. You know, um, you know. So, so by having that that reference point, it really brought um, brought a certain uh, um, like flashlight right into the area, into some dark areas in my life that I wasn't working with. And in a way, that's I think what happens when I renew. Um, each time I renew what the center of my life is, it kind of helps bring, make it fresh. It's like a different filter. Like, for instance, um, if we look at our meditation through the filter of the hindrances, of the five hindrances, you know, are you, like right at this moment as you're sitting here, are you restless Are you sloth- or slothful? Or are you just right in the middle? Okay, so, so I'm curious, you know, how many of you, any of you felt restlessness? Okay, anybody feel slothful? Okay, some of you feel like kind of right in the middle, kind of alert and balanced. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so by l- using that filter, you know, we notice things we don't notice, right? You know, and that's what's the beauty of working with the five hindrances, of really getting to know them. Uh, then we can easily bring ourselves, you know, if we're restless, we can calm ourselves, right? Take a few deep breaths and relax. If we're slothful, maybe step a little straighter, gets a little more energy, right? So we can respond to the things. If we see them, we can respond to them. Um, so anyway, so that's, uh, that's what I want to talk about. And I hope that um, you take the opportunity, at, you know, to periodically really spend some time contemplating the orientations in your life and refresh it and revitalize it. So, um, oh, and I wanted to end with a little quote from Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, the mind can go in a thousand directions, but on this beautiful path I walk in peace. With each step, a gentle wind blows. With each step, a flower blooms. So, thank you. <laughs>